Hi everyone, I'm Maggie. I'm Alex. And this is Socially Coarse. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film, and of course, marriage. Because that is the best part of all. But that's not what we're talking about today. We are talking about the film part today. Because we had a bit of a weekend where we watched some things last week. but (laughs) Um, And one of those was Kingsman, the Golden Circle. And this is the hotly anticipated second installment of the Kingsman films. Ooh. Um, and, yeah, so it was directed by Matthew Vaughn and it was then written by Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn. So, yeah, um, it's Matthew Vaughn's baby. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we gave it a watch because the first one was quite good. Mm-hmm. It was quite gimmicky. Yeah. Um, in a uh, somewhat original way, I guess. I mean, the whole concept of talking about, you know, gentlemen who are actually super awesome warriors. Like, that's, you know, like a secret force that the queen can use. I mean, it's not an original idea, you know, secret government agency. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's tons of... There was stuff that came before James Mm. Bond, there was stuff that came before that. Um, But yeah, I like the twist where they kind of... Not only are you trained to be a super spy, you're also trained to be a gentleman. Like, yes, yeah. Uh, but they can do it with anyone. Um, and, you know, you, you wear all the suits, you learn how mm. to talk and act like a gentleman and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was a good little gimmick. Basic um, etiquette. Samuel L. Jackson in the first one. just it was awful. It was horrible. Like, yeah. I, he was the worst yeah. part of that yeah. entire film. Um, Pretty awful. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't the best plot in the world. Wasn't the best scripting in the world, things like that. But it was a fairly decent film. Yeah. If you didn't take it too seriously. Yeah. If, if you took it for what it was, which was a film about fighting, about yeah. gentlemen fighting, which you know, seeing Colin Firth fight, and also hilarious. taking basically like a charmer and turning him into yeah a gentleman kind mm-hmm. of warrior, like you mm-hmm. say. Um, but overall, yeah, the first one wasn't so bad. So we were. Kind of looking forward to the second one. Yeah. Like we thought, oh yeah, you know, it's a bit more serious this time around. Yeah. And obviously it had the the idea of the, the statesman as well, yeah. like the American version of it, which is a good idea. Yeah. Expanding on the gimmick a little bit too much, maybe. Possibly, but I think from what you could see from the trailer, so what the expectation was, was that there was going to be an American branch of it. Channing Tatum was going to be the main agent who they dealt with. And it was going to be some threat that was bigger than just the UK. And yeah, so they would have work. to kind of band together to do this. And in, largely that was the plot of the second one. But it was an interesting twist. There were some interesting bits. Um, namely, I really... Because when we talked about Thor, which we actually watched just before we watched Kingsman yeah. on the same day. Um, we said that, you know, if they would have focused the humor on one comic relief character that would probably work a lot more and that's exactly what Kingsman did they had one comic relief character which was Elton John playing himself (laughs) Uh, and it was funny and it provided that lightness in the moments where it needed to and I mean the ending is just genius um (laughs) Where he does the roundhouse kick in the man. Oh, that's right, yeah, my God. This, <laughs> this won't be a spoiler-free no. episode, by the way, because I think it's been out long enough now. 
I think so. I would like to hope that it's been out long enough that we won't ruin it for everyone. So, you anyone. know, spoiler alert. If you don't want any spoilers, stop listening. Sorry. Go away. I might have spoiled it there. <laughs> so, there may be a few spoilers. But yeah, Elton John, thank <laughs> himself, who later on just beats the crap out of a couple, <laughs> a couple of these, just, like, oh my God, gangsters. The, the whole, like, you know, with the robot dog. Uh-huh. There's, yeah, there's a really good moment where these two robot dogs are about to kill uh, Colin Firth. Yeah, and the, they, by the way, the robot dogs are called Benny and Jet. Yeah, so they've been programmed not to attack friendly people in, on their friendly list as Elton John uh, because he's kept as a prisoner Yeah, and like as a, a slave in this drug lord's camp hidden deep in like the Cambodian jungle or something. Yeah. Um, so she kidnapped him and yeah. then just keeps him as a slave to like play her music and do shows all the time and stuff like that. So these dogs are programmed not to attack them. So these two dogs are about to eat Colin Firth. And then in slow motion, you just see, sort of from the dog's point of view, Elton John just poke his head around the corner while Rocket Man starts playing. Rocket Man. And it's like this huge smile on his face as well. He's like, hey! And then immediately it's just, yeah, friendly. Uh, And then Colin Firth reaches over the top of him and starts like (laughs) smacking the dog over the head with a bowling ball. Elton John just standing there while Colin Firth is beating this dog around Elton John. <laughs> but that's exactly the level of comic relief that you need. Well, it's that's like, what you expect from Kingsman, to be yeah, fair. Like, yeah. like I say, you don't take it seriously. No, no. Um, but I don't think it was too humorous. It had some moments. And yeah, absolutely. Actually, the thing I found really surprising is that actually Channing Tatum wasn't Prevalent. the main guy. Yeah, he... Which was interesting. He was there... He was the first statesman they met mm-hmm. who kicked the crap out of Eggsy and uh, Merlin, mm-hmm. Galahad and Merlin, mm-hmm. um, and then took them prisoner. And mm-hmm. they realized, you know, who they were. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, wait, you're actually Kingsman. Cool. Um, and then he got hit with the main problem of this film, which we'll get into a bit later. And then he was pretty much put on ice for the rest of the mm-hmm. film. Had a little dance scene. But he just drugged off his tits. And then... Uh, yeah, then he came back at the end and it was like... What well, I was expecting way more out of Channing yeah. Tatum. Yeah. Considering, again, massive spoiler here, but considering the other statesman that we see, can't remember the name of the guy who plays him, I'll look it up in a right. sec, it turns out to be a bad guy. Yeah. So it's like, there's one sta- there's one statesman who's involved in the whole thing, who does all the fighting, yeah. but he's a bad guy. It's like, yeah. you, you should have had Channing Tatum there... Uh-huh. Or at least another statesman there as a counterpoint to yeah. him, you know? Um, I think that would have made a lot more sense. I think And the fact probably... that it was Channing Tatum as well. Like, yeah. they, they got him in and paid him God knows how much money to be yeah. there for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And in think, really unnecessary places. I think where they were probably thinking in their head is that the statesman who turns bad was actually kind of turns bad because of almost like a, like a noble reason. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, there's also... A president, and it's an American president who gets <laughs> kind of um, blackmailed by a drug lord, and it's just his reactions to the situation are basically like mockeries of Trump and what he would probably do, and that was pretty funny as well. But I like yeah, on some level we agreed with him, which was kind of harsh because the basically the whole premise of the film is that this drug lord who contributes towards most of the. Drugs uh, that go around the world, yeah. cocaine, Julianne heroin, get Julianne Moore, Moore. Uh, cocaine, heroin, um, cannabis, all that kind of stuff. Um, and she's drugged it, 
mm-hmm. drugged the drugs, ironically. Yeah. Um, spiked the drugs. Spiked the drugs, yeah. Um, with sort of, um, I don't know what it would be, Is I guess. Virus? No. Anyway, she spikes it with this thing that kills you after, like, what was it, two days or something? I don't remember if there was a timeline. It's just that it reacts with your it, body it, in certain it, ways. Yeah, stages. So, so it... First but of it all, paralyzes you. No, I think it's mania first. No, first no, paralyzing pa- and paralysis, then mania. then mania, then you die. Yeah. Like your eyes explode and things yeah. like that because you, you, your lungs yeah. stop working along with the paralysis. Yeah. Uh, and only she has the cure. Yeah. And she's holding it hostage for... Uh, she's he, holding like however yeah. many people. There's like two billion people across basically the world Basically anybody or who took any drugs... Yeah, in the, like uh, illegal drugs. Yeah, because um, she basically wanted the drug trade to be legalized yeah. across the world, and then she would be the sole provider. And also, she kind of wanted recognition for the fact that she was an amazing business. Yeah, woman. exactly. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's fairly cool. It was a fairly funny gimmick with her because she's this American businesswoman who's forced to set up in like the say the middle of the, like Cambodian or whatever mm. jungle, um, but she's brought like an old school like 80s american sort of yeah route 66 town with her so like yeah. there's a diner and there's a bowling alley and a salon and things like that in the middle of this cambodian jungle is yeah. this really like hip 80s town so that was quite funny yeah. um but and yeah I- she, she basically won a recognition for it all she holds like two billion people hostage who have yeah. all contracted this disease uh and the president of the united states is like okay we pretend to give her what she wants uh, and then we take her down. Yeah. Uh, and then we just let all the drug users die anyway. Yeah. And along some level, you're like, ah, it's a dick move, but it kind of makes sense. But then they kind of offset that with actually an interesting moral dilemma where the president's like assistant or something, she kind of says, but what if people, you know, what just if we're... experimenting. Yeah, and, like and stuff. And then it turns out that she's one of the victims. But she says, you know, when he, when he finds out, when she starts, you know, displaying symptoms... She says, you know, you make me work insane hours. You expect so much of me. Like, I could not do that without drug like help. It was like 20-hour days or yeah, something. Yeah. And I think that highlighted, because there is a culture, especially, like, I don't know whether it's true, but everybody does say that in America there is a culture of you overwork every single day. Yeah. You're not expected to work a nine yeah. to five. You're expected to work a hell of a lot more. And I think that highlighted an interesting point there as well. Um, but it was it was a weird dilemma where you were kind of like, eh. and actually that's why the state the statesman goes bad because his wife got killed by some druggies. Yeah, so they were just, they goes, were robbing a convenience store. It was like yeah. wrong, wrong place, wrong time yeah. type of thing, and, and yeah, so his wife got killed. And so the the statesman's like, well, I want the druggies to die, so yeah. you don't get the cure. And you know, this there's a lot of moral thought into it where you like, oh. Where would I stand on this? Obviously, yeah. you don't want people to die, but then it's you know drug users, illegal yeah. drug users, and it's it's difficult because also they show you know in a in a music festival where yeah yeah people are just trying drugs because that's where you try drugs and then all of these people you know are on the brink of death. It's not a legitimate excuse. I don't know. I'd, I know it's. I'm not, not saying yeah killing everyone is the answer, but no. obviously you know there's. There is a moral dilemma, but at the same time, you got to think like oh, they are contributing towards the illegal drug trade, which obviously has a much wider effect on the world. Yeah, with regards to it links into everything else, yeah. warlords and at least you know with obviously because it was American, that probably didn't include marijuana, which is the one drug that has 
really good medical application. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, there are certain things that you can do, but overall, yeah. But anyway, it was, it was the, an it was just an interesting dilemma. Like you say, it made us think about it. We we're like, what is it bad? Is it not? Is it bad? Is it not? Like you know, it makes you question things and it makes you question morals and stuff. Um, oh, that's who it was, Pedro Pascal. He plays in Narcos. He does. He's the main guy. Oh, he's in the Great Wall. Of course, he was. He's Matt Damon's bro. Ah. And also Game of Thrones. So anyone who watches Game of Thrones, yeah. Uh, Pedro but Pascal. yeah, Pedro Pascal. So that was the basic premise of it. Was the basically the Kingsmen were trying to steal the, like, at least like a sample well, of the cure. What Julianne Moore did, yeah, at the start of the film, once she put her plan into action, was to completely destroy Kingsman. Yeah, uh, and they all died apart yeah. from um, Merlin and Merlin Exy. and Galahad Exy, mm-hmm. um, because Merlin was somewhere else at the no, time. He said that he his name was oh, support right. yes, staff, that was so it. they didn't yeah, target he, him. Yeah. Um, and Eggsy was At meeting her, his girlfriend's yeah. um, parents. parents, the king and, and queen of Sweden. Yeah, apparently his girlfriend is now the princess of Sweden. I'm pretty, you know, I'll have to watch rewatch the first one because I'm pretty sure he met her at the end at Samuel L. Jackson's party. And he rescued her, and I think they... Maybe, I don't know. But anyway, like anyway, it's a weird... Like sideline, yeah, because they all just die at the start. Yeah, the yeah. whole the whole king and queen like he becomes a prince. It's like what the f- anyway. Um, so yes, all the kingsmen are dead, uh, and they're left clues of basically where to find help. So they find this cellar and they find a safe, and in the safe is a bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, maybe this, this is just their version of a joke. Mm-hmm. So Merlin and Eggsy end up getting super drunk from this super bottle of whiskey hammered. and just get like super emotional about the whole thing. <laughs> and then basically once the whiskey bottle's empty, there's like a... a License in Kentucky? Yeah. Um, Note. By... Yeah, and then the K in the Kentucky, the first K yeah. was like the Kingsman symbol. Yeah. So that's they how like, they oh, knew. I guess we're going to Ke- it was, Kentucky. The whiskey was called Statesman. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they find the Statesman and then it, it rolls over from there. Yeah. I think one of the things that might have made it better mm. is if they hadn't revealed Colin Firth was still alive in the trailer. Yeah. Because that could have been such a massive yeah. drop yeah. moment. Yeah. Where, yeah, they suddenly just reveal this man in like, it, it's like um, one way glass. Yeah. That they're looking through and the, the, the Statesman show, oh, you're yeah, blatantly just here for this guy. Because they don't know... Uh, Colin Firth to Kingsman because he's yeah, he lost his memory basically. Yeah. He thinks he's a. I can't remember what the. Butterfly. Fish, oh. he, yeah, he studies butterflies anyway. I can't remember what the bloody name is. Um, it's not etymologist, is it? No, no that's, that's just words. bugs in general. That's words. No, no, no entomology. That's yeah, entomologist. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they re- they think he's there to just break this guy out mm. and then they reveal it's Colin Firth. It's like, yeah, that would have been a much bigger moment if they hadn't have. Yeah. That's like the first thing you had seen in the trailer. Yeah. If you were just like, oh my crap, he's still alive. What the hell? That would have been great. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they were like, ah, I just stick it in the trailer. Yeah. Which seems to be a fire lately, which is mm. bloody irritating. They did it with Thor. They should have kept the Hulk secret. Yeah, that would have been such a big reveal. They, they've done it with like a, a ton of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Get the hiccups. No, I'm hiccuping. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, they, they get the statesman to help them. Mm-hmm. And then they help take down Julianne mm-hmm. Moore and her drug aberration and reveal the corrupt statesmen. And then statesmen and kingsmen team up. And then statesmen are like, yeah, well, you know, we sell whiskey. So we're pretty loaded. So if you ever need anything, 
So they basically well, no. help rebuild Kingsman. No, because they even say they bought a Scotch whiskey company. That's it. And yes. they're like, oh, I guess we're brothers now. Yes, yeah, that was it. To get, well. to get Kingsman back off the ground. So now instead of Kingsman selling suits, they yeah. sell Scotch. Basically. Well, no, because they had the Kingsman shop at the end. And I'm saying suit they shop. still sell suits, uh, but in order to help them along a bit, yeah. now they sell Scotch as well. Mm. So, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Merlin dies. No, don't. Oh, it's a super heroic way, though. Oh, I genuinely didn't see that coming. No. And actually, if you look at the trivia on IMDb, it wasn't meant to end there. Like, he was meant to survive it. But I'm glad that they didn't leave that in. Me too. I'm what glad that it. they let him die because he, it was so heroic. It would have cheapened it. Made me it. cry. Yeah, basically, what happens is uh, oh. so Colin Firth, Eggsy, and Merlin are like sneaking up on Julianne Moore's compound. And then Eggsy steps and it's, on it. And it's landmines yeah. all around it. Eggsy steps on a landmine accidentally, obviously. Yeah. You'll set one on purpose. Yeah. Um, so Merlin does this thing where he's like, right, I've got the free spray. I can yeah. freeze the trigger mechanism for like a second. Yeah. So, just so we have to get away. Yeah. So he puts down the spray and they all run and then they turn around and it's just Merlin standing on the mine. And they're like, well, just spray it again. He's like, no, this is the only can I had. Because he knew they weren't going to get away. And he's like, well, at least I can use myself as a distraction. So he, like, they, they split off and Merlin's just stood there and he starts, he st- what does he start singing again? It's something ridiculous. Is it, it's his favorite singer. Was it John Donovan or what was it called? Oh, oh I don't remember what it was. <sighs> That's but... going to bug me. I'm going to Google that. <sighs> anyway, um, he starts singing that song and he pulls the guards towards him. Oh. One of them goes to get him. He just punches, knocks him out. And then the other four close in and then he just like steps off the landmine. It's great. I am glad they didn't bring him. They yeah. didn't like you. Yeah. It would have been like would have been that. Would have pushed the comedic too far. Yeah, it would have been super cheap. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they didn't do that. And then they, you know, Carl Firth and Exy, two Galahads. They just go full on badass with it. And it's great. <laughs> it's great. Um, oh, don't they say that one of them should stay? Oh, at the uh, end. Sorry. Um, no, no, it's fine. Because obviously. Now there's two. uh, Colin Firth was the original Galahad, and when they thought he was dead, Eggsy became the new Galahad. Now Colin Firth is alive, so now they're both Galahad. Um, So at the very end of it, the the statesman they had to kill was called Whiskey. Um, Mm -hmm. So they were like, well, there's two Galahads, but we need a new Whiskey. So it's like, which, yeah, they're like, oh, which which two of you are going to do it? So they're like, oh, neither of us really want to do it or anything. And then, uh, yeah, what was the name again? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Who, the one, uh, basically... Codenamed Ginger. She's like, yeah, she's the Merlin of the whole operation. Yeah. She's like the, the techie one and things like yeah. that. And she's been... Rejected wanting to, Yeah, wanting to be an agent for ages. But it was Whiskey who kept saying... Mm-hmm. Who kept voting against her, basically. Um, so at the end of it, yeah, she becomes the new Whiskey. Which yeah. is the cool again. And somebody also pointed out that um, with the Kingsmen, it's all the knights. And then Merlin is not a knight. He's a wizard. So that's he's why the he's lead, something he's else. He's a guider, yeah. And then um, with... The statesmen, they're all alcohol, so Channing Tatum is codenamed Tequila. Mm-hmm. And, um, Champagne's the leader. And yeah, whiskeys. and she's ginger ale. Yeah. Because that's a non alcoholic like drink. Like a chaser type of thing. Yeah. It's a support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ginger ale. So I thought that was really good. <laughs> the leader introduced himself. He's like, I'm Champagne, but everyone who knows me calls me Champ. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's for the best. Yeah, because Champagne. Like, champagne, honestly. Like, it's the leader. Come on. Surely the leader should have been whiskey. I know, right? whiskey. Should have been whiskey. Yeah, not champagne. Anyway, 
<laughs> but yeah, so I think overall, I think we weren't disappointed, but I think you can't expect too much. It's, no. it's just, a knock, you know, it's a fighting film with gentlemen in it, and it brings some yeehaw into it by including the, the statesman. First I mean, one it's, was a, it's an electric lasso. and Yeah, shit. it's got like a laser lasso and stuff oh. like that. It like, cuts people in half of it. It's so bloody weird. Colin Firth ends you know. up shooting him in the head when he thinks he's a traitor. And yeah. then he's like, oh God, what have you done? And it brings him back to life. Yeah. But you figure out all that later. Um, but yeah, overall, it, it was quite good. I mm-hmm. still think the first one was better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but this one wasn't as try hard as people could have made it. Oh, God. Yeah. Like John Wick 2. Yeah. Wasn't as try hard as that. No. Which I love. I think it. Yeah. I think it could have been so much worse. But I think they still stuck to at least trying to do a little bit of a story. And I think the moral dilemma they presented was also interesting. Like, it made you think. So it wasn't a completely wasted experience where Oh, at the end of it, nothing. the president gets uh, impeached as well. Yeah, he gets impeached by the woman who um, was a druggie. So. Oh, that's right. I re- actually, I was just looking up whether it's going to be Kingdom 3 because I did hear... Oh, Dwayne Johnson was going to be the body. Dwayne Johnson, was he, he wants to be the body in it as well. He'd like, sure, totally be up for being a body. In. I'm pretty sure Matthew Vaughn wants him to be a body. No, but yeah, but I'm pretty sure he said, like, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to be a bad guy in King of the Three. It'd be great. Like, so, that, I, I would love yeah. that. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just That'd the rock is like... Yeah. But I think, you know, it, it could have been so much worse. I think they did what they could with it. I think I liked Merlin's send-off, although now I'm going to miss him in the third one. But I guess because... Oh, we'll see who replaces... Ginger, who's going to be the new Ginger position? I, I doubt, to be honest, the statesmen are going to be. Although, I mean, well, oh no, 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 that was. I doubt the statesmen are going to be in the third one. Jeff Bridges is on there. That's uh, for the second one. Uh, but um, I, because unless they hire their own again, like an entire thing. But since statesmen are kind of helping them out, I would have thought there was still a little bit of that. I think so too, forth. but I think they they'll probably just get to the point where they're rebuilding mm. and maybe they've recruited a couple of people mm. or maybe the whole film will be about turning raw recruits mm-hmm. and, and you know saving the world type of thing mm. which is usually what they kind of mm-hmm. uh, which wouldn't be bad again no. you've just got to kind of go in with that um mindset of mm-hmm. not taking it too seriously it's mm-hmm. a bit of fun it's a bit of plot there enough mm-hmm. to kind of keep it taking over mm-hmm. um a better bad guy than there was in the first one jesus oh, christ God, samuel yeah. jackson what the hell were you doing with that uh. bloody list that it wouldn't awful. have been too bad, you know, if, if he'd have just been himself. Yeah, not, not this guy who's trying to be super hip with, with like, the, the sideways cap and the list. But oh, just like, yeah. he could have just been a savvy businessman. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why that would have been such a bad thing. Yeah. I think Julianne Moore as a, as a villain was actually a lot better because she kind of mm. described it that she played it like a Stepford wife. Yeah, with yeah, like, yeah. like a proper an, 80s evil house, American yeah, housewife, you know. Edge, yeah. So I quite like that. I like that kind of cold-hearted... Kind of delivery like, with a smile. She would like mince people. Yeah. And then and turn like, them into into burgers. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's that's a good supervillain. Yeah. Well yeah. supervillain. That's a good villain. Yeah. You know. Um but yeah, I mean overall it, it, like I say, it's pretty good. You just try not to take it too seriously. I'd watch it again. Yeah. That's how I'd yeah. rate it. I'd watch it again. Unlike Thor. Unlike Thor. Yeah. Hopefully I'll never have to watch a single Thor film ever again. No. Anyway, so, yeah. we still have to watch Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and we still have to rewatch the new Star Wars and do a proper full mm-hmm. spread on that. Although, 
we might be doing something else with that anyway, so that's something to discuss that's at a true. later yeah, time. We'll, we'll talk about that at yeah. some other point. We've got something in the works, potentially. Maybe, we'll maybe, see. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but that's our opinion on Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Let us know whether you agree with it. And now to the regular programming. <laughs> what? Regular scheduled viewing. Yeah. Of... Which random one would you like to fact? do, darling? You can do the random useless Okay, fact. I'll do the random useless fact. It's very long and I don't think I'm going to read it properly from here. So, today's random useless fact is brought to you by... <laughs> no, I wish. Maybe we'll be doing that one day. <laughs> one day, maybe. They'll be like, hey, did you know Coca-Cola Zero has... <laughs> brought to you by Coca-Cola. Um, <laughs> oh, man, that would be the dream. Okay, so random useless fact. Use it in conversation as an icebreaker. Be a smart ass, whatever the hell you want to do with it. This is our random useless fact of the day. So... When you sneeze, air and particles travel through the nostrils at speeds over 100 miles per hour. Wow! During this time, all bodily functions stop, including your heart, contributing to the impossibility of keeping one's eyes open during a sneeze, because they would explode. Well, actually, Mythbusters tried that. It was creepy, because they did it in slow-mo. Yeah, I couldn't do that. No. Mm. No. They you have to really focus. 100 that. miles an hour. 100 miles an hour! 100 miles an hour. That's weird. Just stick a bullet up your nose and sneezing and assassinate someone. That's the new assassination method. Please don't attribute that to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> if anybody yeah. kills Trump like that, good on you. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. You're welcome, world. Jesus. You can sneeze on him while you assassinate him. Like, come on. What it's like a better? double whammy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We do not mean that, by the way, in case anybody wants to sue us for whatever. I mean it. Maggie, would you like to take us through the good news? Well, the good news is something that we want to give you to break through all the shitty news out in the world. All the sadness, all the deaths, all the murders, all the terrorism. All the Trump. happening here. All the Trump. Not happening here. Today, as many of you will have either watched or heard of, Elon Musk finally launched a rocket up into space. Woo! Successfully. Um, I think before it exploded, didn't it, in the previous attempt? I think it was. I don't know that if that one. was uh, Tesla, but I know it was. I think SpaceX yeah. exploded, yeah. But he successfully launched his own Roadster, which I think was the first Tesla that he ever got made. Yeah. Um, he launched his own Roadster with a like Rocket Man in it while playing Space Odyssey. And it's also got copies of Isaac Asimov's Foundation on board, which is pretty amazing. Um, but it's a very unique car. But he basically launched it using the SpaceX rocket. And the beautiful thing about it is that part of the rocket landed back on Earth without exploding. Mm. Which is in insane news because it just means that he's that's his goal. That's his ultimate goal. His ultimate goal is to create a rocket that can actually land back yeah, on Earth. Yeah. Um, and that's something that NASA haven't been able to reproduce just yet. Um, and they've been working on it for so long. So it's something pretty amazing. And like somebody at work said, you know, if this kind of stuff gets even one child to go into that a science field, I know, yeah, I know. it's amazing. And, I, you know, Elon Musk might be a crazy millionaire, but he's doing some good stuff. Out yeah, exactly. There. He's not a super villain. No. He's like a super no. good guy, crazy yeah. millionaire. Yeah. He's got all the money and resources in the world and he's actually using it for good. I mean, and, and the advancement of 
yeah. science and, and obviously you know saving the some, world practically there are some struggles because he did have to let go a lot of people from the tesla factory and he's struggling on the orders and stuff but yeah you know the other parts that he does are amazing and you know this is something that people were watching with bated breath because they didn't know whether it was gonna happen and also before you ask the reason the roadster was on the rocket is that usually they would use a concrete block to use his weight so they would be able to do a proof of concept so they use the car instead as you do launch a car in a space why not hey he's elon musk he can do whatever he wants <laughs> he paid for that rocket he's gonna put his say, car yeah, on he that. built that rocket he can put whatever whatever the hell he wants on it he could have put his wife on it <laughs> i don't think she'd survive out in space <laughs> ah should be all right but yeah, but yeah so... i mean it's just you know like i say he's using it all of his ridiculous power and money and resources mm. to advance science mm. and help save the planet if you think about it in long term Mm. electric tesla cars electric self-driving tesla cars that's like the future powered by solar panels exactly you know this is the kind of thing that he's he's working towards like you know we we did uh last week's Mm. uh, wednesdays rather uh good news when we talked about how we'd uh, teamed up with a south australian town town, yeah to provide fifty thousand homes with solar panels so now the the 50,000 homes are basically Mm self-sufficient with the solar panels and the batteries Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're all interlinked and things like that and you know if that expands to the rest of the Mm. world then my god (laughs) yeah like if you could power your car using solar panels on your roof that look like your tiles so it doesn't look ugly and that way you know fossil fuels like there wouldn't be nearly as much pollution and stuff Mm -hmm. and you got to think about it in that long term. Yes, he's a millionaire who's doing whatever the hell he wants with his money. But at the same time, the things he does are for the advancement yeah, of exactly. a better earth. And yeah. that's what you got to think about. He should move his operation from the US, though, because just don't yeah. give Trump any... Other I-, I was about to say to, to the UK, of. but no, no, don't do no, that either. No, no. Germany. Or like Japan. Or France. See, Macron I would have said German... There. Germany because of the engineering, or Japan for the technology that they have. Can you imagine Tesla teaming up with like Japanese technology creators? That'd be insane. Well, there's a lot of myth about Japanese. No, I know, but you have to admit they've got like what about German engineering? I mean, yeah. Can you imagine Tesla's manufactured by like BMW? <laughs> yeah, it would probably be about the same price because usually the reason they don't manufacture them in those countries because it's expensive labor yeah, but I then know, again yeah. teslas are american made aren't yeah, exactly. they exactly so are they fully i think I so know. yeah maybe but not yeah, so fully but there was a rocket that went up and then parts of it landed back on earth like come on that is pretty amazing it's the next step towards space travel really yeah. like casual yeah. a trip to space and back type of thing yeah. it's, and it's also mental. if you want to follow the roadster's journey there is a live stream on YouTube, somewhere yeah. online yeah yeah, where you can literally watch the spaceman just flying through. Like, there was a beautiful shot of him, like, above the Earth and stuff. I was like, that's not a real shot. Surely he took a selfie with beautiful. all of us. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so check that live stream out if you want to. It's actually fascinating to watch. I caught myself watching it for half an hour, even though pretty much, <laughs> pretty much nothing was going on. But yeah, I'm like, but like, this is a vehicle in space. <laughs> base millions of miles above the planet and it's there and i'm watching this <laughs> this is live how is it not getting crushed by the space no, no sorry. okay 
it's going to meet Voyager at some point. Instead of the big <laughs> redneck truck, it's going to be a Tesla. <laughs> We're talking about Voyager, the uh, Star Trek spaceship, by the way, not like the Voyager probe or anything. Oh, yeah, I know that. I was just thinking that. I was like, the f- what are you on about, big red truck? And then I realized what you did. Anyway, that concludes yeah. our broadcast day. Um, <laughs> so find us on all of the social medias, um, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagrams, which I need to try harder with. Maggie, you can take over Instagram. Um, you can also find all our episodes on iTunes if you want to get us over there. If you Whatever platform you find us on, if you could leave us a review, if you could like us, subscribe... Everything you could possibly do to help out, that would mm-hmm. be absolutely fantastic. Um, send us a message, hit us mm-hmm. up. If you've got any ideas, what you want us to talk about, if you've got any good news you'd like to share with us, if you have your own little random useless fact, mm-hmm. let us know. We'll stick mm-hmm. it in. It'll be super great. Um, if you want to support the channel, there's a little coffee button, mm-hmm. so you can buy us a, a cup of joe, mm-hmm. a brew, just mm-hmm. to show you love and support the channel. We'd appreciate mm-hmm. that very, very much. Yes, um, other than that, I think that about wraps it up for mm-hmm. today. Would you say so, Maggie? Yes, I would say so, because... Sharing is caring. caring. So, share us about. It'll be wonderful. Mm -hmm. But, other than that, I'd like to thank you all very much Mm. for joining in, listening to us once again. We appreciate all the listeners that we have, and we love you all. Um, But, other than that, that about wraps it up for today. So, I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Socially Cause. Bye!